Welcome back, wave racers, ship pacers, and wreck bracers to another thrilling cannon shot start on this week's Dead Men. Roll no crits. This be your referee and GM Patrick here and joining me in towing the line and twain in the plumb bob are my four contestants and friends, Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Hey. Hi, guys. Ahoy. Oh, welcome, welcome. back. Howdy. We definitely... <laughs> have not all played together for one full month <laughs> uh, when we were recording this no we, we've had some uh, single episodes again just one-on-one which you know i've done in personal games before and you know it's usually weird to just like invite one friend over to play <laughs> a tabletop <laughs> role-playing game but it's doable people do it all the time and for story reasons and you know, sometimes uh, we do do that in a regular episode. And then like the other three of you are just kind of like <laughs> chilling or I don't know, browsing Reddit while that happens, <laughs> you know, usually. Yeah. yeah. No, it's nice I'm, to get this out of the way. I'm playing bit. ticket to ride on my phone. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I will more than likely never have that experience unless you guys plan an episode just completely without me, like an old yeah. RP episode between the four of you. But, even then, I'd probably be wrapped as audience member. Uh, how are you guys doing? Welcome, welcome back. Happy to be here. Not bad. Oh Not man, bad. I'm excited for this this big old regatta we got going on. Yeah, excited and, for the regatta. Excited to be level nine. So oh, cool. Yeah. Yes, we we've pushed back a a few things, including talking about those those level ups. And building up to the ricotta with these kind of interlude episodes, these one-on-one episodes, and for a lot of them, they're just kind of building up the the race itself, which, spoiler warning, it's kind of our capstone to all of book three of, of Skull and Shackles. Hey, I'm excited to, to get back to it, but first, I do want to talk to you guys about level nine, and, and from what I've gathered from our pre-show discussions, you were excited about this level. So uh, anyone want to uh, say something that they got this level, some class ability or, or I got or level something? five spells. I got level oh, five spells. Goodness gracious. What? No. Oh, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very exciting. I'm very excited to have, very, have access to a whole bunch of new stuff. Very exciting that you got that you want to share or you want to save it. Uh, I mean, control wa- control waters at level five, so oh. come in handy. So and I, it's, I remember you said that, and I was like, "Can you just make a treadmill out of water for the other ships?" And they're just like, <laughs> right. "We be sailing, but we're going the water nowhere goes the other way." <laughs> the tides the are going out, boys. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, it is like a wall of water. You make like a a big wave almost yeah. if you want, or oh. but I think like. In the movie The Abyss, you could just like hold it on the shore, like ready to crash down on humanity for its insolence. <laughs> uh, who, who's next? What's next? Where's um, next? I feel like level nine for Swashbuckler was just too, too much. Too many things happened. But I think part of it was I got, you know, there was an ancestry feat. And as a human, there's a there's a feat that is uh, I can access that's called multi-talented. And it just lets me take a like an archetype dedication mm-hmm. bypassing all the rules for not allowing you to do that regardless of anything else. It's just like, Hey, even if you don't meet, even if you can't, because you have another dedication, 
that you're not you haven't finished yet yeah just go for it you're a human doesn't matter okay. <laughs> and so i felt like that was very appropriate because with the acquisition of the dagger pistol i felt like i had to bring gunslinger <laughs> into into my build somehow right so i took the gunslinger our uh, dedication, which is pretty nice. It's not very, it's, you know, whenever you take a first dedication, it's not too, too exciting here, but there are some interesting things down the way that I'm very excited for to eventually get to. Yeah. Other, other than that, it was like a whole bunch of numbers pumped up. My precise strike higher when my precision strike damage goes up for finishers. It also means that my damage per strike when I have panache goes up as well. So lots of buffed damage. I'll be excited for, for the first time you ever gain yeah. panache on this podcast. And I finally became a master in deception guy. Cassius Ooh. is lying. I, I think everywhere. That's, that's worth it for your performance as Giles Hamish. For sure. Uh, and I think Giles is going to have to show up again. I think, I think <laughs> we're going to, I think Giles is, is going to become. Is he your official, matches like, Malone? Yeah, exactly. He's, he's the official alter ego. I, I was mean, gonna say fake Giles, right? Because the other one's not coming back. I was yeah, the other to, one's not coming back. I was about to <laughs> I've say, just you, assumed his identity. Uh, you've got a good cover here in that one, you murdered him, and two, uh, his most recent boss is also dead now. So yeah. <laughs> not yeah. a lot of people uh, able to vouch for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna send out some crows that are like, if you wish to reach Giles, he has moved recently. <laughs> you can now find him at this address for all your assassination needs. Giles Hamish. We'll put the we put the guile in guile in guileless, but guile and guiles they call me. And then we play the guile theme. Yeah, that's the one. Seth, what happens with Honto? Where? Where for Honto? Why for Honto? What happens to him? I don't know. Yeah, what's what the, what's going on on this level? Don't make uh, me open up the monk class and and get a sneak peek myself. There's nothing like super big. I mean, it's an ancestry feat level. I have decided to go with uh, Guided by the Stars, mm. which will enable me to, if there's an important roll coming up, once per day, I can roll two dice and take the better result. Oh. And if it's oh. nighttime, I, I get a plus one to whatever the roll is. That's and it, if it's awesome. nighttime and I can see the stars specifically. Ah. Um, aside from that, I had a skill increase. I have metal strikes now, which means that all of my unarmed attacks count as cold iron and silver simultaneously oh, 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 so. no you just so bypassing good. everything up here. <laughs> not everything all. But, you know everything sir everything uh rebecca what about alaris i'm having flashbacks to season three of cosmic crit because i now have debilitating strike oh goodness gracious <laughs> they're using the same uh, names for stuff out here <laughs> So now um, I can apply one of the following debilitations to my strike. Uh, so I can either make them take a negative 10 foot status penalty to its speeds or the target becomes enfe- enfeebled one. Ooh, boy, so either fun. you cut their Achilles tendon or you're, you're slashing at some some back muscles, maybe. Ouch. Or you tickle the small of their back a little bit. Yes. Yes, that would be Does my downfall. <laughs> maybe if you tickle them, right? Yeah. So yeah, if you I'm, if you, I'm pretty ticklish. If you if you tickle me, I, I become enfeebled. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm probably not going to fight at that moment. Yeah. Oh no. yeah. No. No. Absolutely incapacitated. I also now have quick unlock, so I can unlock something in one action instead of two. And I have tree climber, which allows me a ten foot climb speed. So that's fun. 
That's an I mean, Elven you could, thing. You could just go ahead hey. and, and rename that line climber, r- r- rigging well, rat or something. Yeah, I was thinking, all right, so like the, the flavor text, of course, is you're an elf and you grew up in the treetops or whatever, like, you know, climbing trees as a kid. But I think mm-hmm. it's more that Alaris was put on rigging when she first became mm-hmm. a pirate. And she's just learned to climb from that, you know? She's got a lot, a lot of practice. So mm-hmm. Also, didn't she like climb buildings and stuff back in her hometown and yeah, stuff like back, that? Yeah, that's true too. Indeed so I guess you do. that too. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Well, with that out of the way, let's jump into this week's episode as we are starting early morn, the, the morning of the Free Captain's Regatta. We've got black clouds forming to the to the north and of course to the south. Uh, a pink sky is as bright as the core of a grapefruit and Obviously, this is a, a cause for some consternation. Everyone on the ship a bit antsy, perhaps checking, rechecking the lines, pulling them taut, you know, making repairs or replacing whether there's some fraying or wear and tear. You get a big breakfast from Ambrose Croup, who can deliver it all to you in the, the captain's quarters, officer's quarters. And everyone is made to eat, even if they're they're not hungry, as they are. there might not be a regular food service for the entirety of the regatta if they need all hands on deck. You see Sandara Quinn leading a, a, a service on the side of the ship and passing out some libations as well as anointing pirates' foreheads with some some salt water, saying some some quick prayers to to Bezmara. And yeah, we haven't really spoken in character altogether since you guys finished off the 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 spy ring in the shackles but these last four weeks have been your characters kind of you know getting some information getting prepared for the regatta and in getting ready but this this is the first chance you get to to speak as a crew so you guys are together around i imagine uh, a table full of charts and and maps things of that sort in the captain's quarters with did somebody say sharks <laughs> no nobody said sharks i think i said charts charts i think he said charts but sharks. i also got really excited when when bartleby came in and said we have lots of charts in the captain's quarters uh, rosie cuspell is here as well as sandara quinn will show up after her her mass and ambrose croup the ship chef will bring hard hearty drinks you know some some coffee some ramadoom coffee or some tea from further afield in in the the inner sea and yeah you guys can start your your planning action for for this race now like i said we haven't been together you know since your guys's single adventures kind of together is, is there stuff that you'd like to to bring up that you've learned about the race or some things you'd like to to talk about. You want to see if you can get a, a head, head on, on some of these legs. There's like 10 different legs of the race, I think. All right. That's crazy. Yeah, like nine different legs. There's not that many. That's just There's eight different legs. Yeah. So what, what would you guys like to do? You have you have the time to, to plan stuff out here. Is there any plan of action? Or are you just going into this thing blind? Oh, I think... I think uh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. Everyone, everyone pipes up. 
Everyone, <laughs> all at once. No one will let anybody else speak. It's the Madge House. <laughs> uh, Alaris will pipe up to, to say, there is one person that I care about beating in this race, and that is Barnabas Harrigan. Barnabas Harrigan. Bum, bum, bum. Indeed, you guys got to see that the Wormwood is here and is amongst, I think with you, I think with you guys, there are 17 different ships in the regatta. And the last few years, there's been like less than 10 just because they is, has been very discouraging not being able to beat the Master of Gales. I want to go over and put shape wood on on Barnabas's ship and put a big hole in it right before the race. <laughs> but pump this yeah. bilge, jerk. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you just drowned three 12-year-old uh, decades. Oh, no. <laughs> They'd already been bitten by the rats there, but now they... Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Cassius will, will speak up and, and say, I believe that sentiment is shared across much of the crew, but when Barnabas finds us in the race... I'm sure he will take any opportunity he can to strike at us, so we must be very, very aware and very keen-eyed on where the Wormwood is at all times. Uh, Although, if a bit of foul play can be made against the Wormwood, by no means am I against that, but let's forget that. Let's not forget, our goal is to win the race. We can't flirt around with the Wormwood to the detriment of that. Rosie Cuswell, you know, speaks up here and says, Ah, yeah, I saw the black flags of that feckless cur here last night, but you can't just be thinking about him. You know, we, we've got to watch out on this race course. There's there's many a roofless crew sailing this year, and they can all smell the blood in the water of people like us who, who've not run the paces before. So it's anyone's race. Although we have not run the race before, we do have quite a few things going for us. One being the magical equipment we were able to recover and so when the winds get strongest, we will be at an advantage. So we should look to that for being able to capitalize on any of the slower moving ships or, or those that lack the ability to move against those waters. The other advantage we have is, well, me, of course. I've sailed these winds before, oh, although yeah. I may not have done so successfully. I am very aware of what they can do, so if... I want everyone to make sure that they can see me or hear me at all times in case I need to bark orders or make a quick change to our heading. Yes. Hurricanes famously easy to see and hear through. <laughs> That's why he's saying it. <laughs> I don't care if you need to be 10 feet away. <laughs> Let's see. Do we have to, 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 any way to cast message? I guess message only lasts for a few minutes. So and this is a, a like a, a full day long race of but why, why don't you make me a it is a, it is a cantrip so it can be cast for a while but yeah you, do you have to be like a certain distance away from from folks to to cast it or i mean it's i mean unfortunately it's not on my spell list so oh ozzy or um, yeah is there like a Bartleby. is there a is there a wand or scroll of like better communication magic that we could have somebody use. <laughs> well, is is that one that you could have a, another magical crew member take up and, and be kind of like a, a runner, just going back and forth and, and casting that on, on people? 
Yeah, we that's could, a good idea. We could do that. Let's see. Sorry, what it? What is this? What is message? Uh, oh, Bartleby has message. Yeah, message oh, is, allows you to you know kind of speak at like a normal volume and and hear someone you know uh, a considerable distance away from you as if you're yeah. talking right next to them. I think it is. I think it's like a hundred feet, one hundred and twenty feet. So, so it's it's yeah. like it, uh, you, you could cast it on people like around the ship and yeah, be able to be able to talk. Yeah. I don't remember well, if witches can redo their cantrips or not, but if they can, then Ozzy would also have access to a message. So okay, we yeah. could have we could have like Bartleby at the back and Ozzy at the front to right, to yeah. relay messages like <laughs> the messengers. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, we can have them sort of on on comms if there's if anybody is unable to speak, so or una- unable to communicate something. Yeah. The other thing that Cassius was going to be taking advantage of is if we get into any difficult to navigate sections, he's going to be activating the far glass and he's going to try to spy on the other ships and see if he can hear what their captain, especially the captains we know that have veteran kind of status with these races, see what they're shouting at their crew members, see what they're doing, listening in on them, seeing Mm -hmm. if we can't learn and copy uh, what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, Tyler, just real quick, uh, you also have, of course, at your command, the the wheel from the Brian Banshee, that of Jalhazar, and you know you can call upon it magically, but three times to to help guide your hand in in, in summoning the strength of that captain's spirit to to aid you in in hard navigational turns. Okay, three times a day. Three times, indeed. So use those well. And yeah, I'm sorry, Gilbert, what were you going to say? Oh, I think I was just going to note that Candoso is going to be using his ability to see through storms mm-hmm, as we approach mm-hmm. the eye up in the uh, up in the rigging to look for any dangers or troubles and meanwhile i'll be ca- i'll be sort of continually casting a gale blast to try to like fill our sails with with lots of wind i mean until we get to i mean until we get, i mean obviously once you're in the storm there's a lot of wind but you know, <laughs> there's a lot of wind i don't, I don't know that i that the storm needs my help to push, to push our boat <laughs> I, I think where you guys are are starting which is about um let's see here maybe 50 miles from like the the very edge of the maybe maybe less maybe like 40 miles from the edge of the um the ivabendego's like outer storm it it's still it's stormy here it's kind of like that feeling of like right before a storm is hit so i mean there's like gusts of wind and and rain like every once in a while a little intermittent rain here on the starting location is cauldron rock and yeah that uh, you know you, part of the race of course is going to be within the the outer edge of the the hurricane kind of the the hardest hardest sections of of the race yeah there's also a few things that cassius wants to do as or have done as we get closer and closer to the start of the race one is people who have detect magic be casting detect magic <laughs> i don't want i don't want enemies enemy pirate spell slingers casting spells on my ship 
two, it's kind of like the day of the regatta. One one final look on all floors. So check the bilge, check the outer hole. One final sweep, and and um, double the watch. There are a lot of people who want to stay. <laughs> Cassius is so Cassius. Maybe I mean definitely with all this, I think people get the hint that he is nervous, maybe a little bit on edge, and being overly cautious than what he you know, might normally be. I'll go ahead and cast purify food and drink upon our upon our meals this morning, to, so we can have a nice hearty breakfast. So we got that going for us, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Of the this is a, a really out of the blue and not this is a hail mary. Um, right, right. Looking at these maps and charts, does anything look familiar to a vision that I might have had at some point, like an area? Like, do I have an, like an idea of where that might happen? So there, you know, you recognize there were some kind of like rocky outcroppings and land masses in your your vision, but there are at least four different maybe maybe five different places along the the legs of the race which is kind of like a big triangle that there there are shoals or reefs or you know uh, sandbars and things like that you know hazards of that nature do you have something in the way of of map reading or survival you want to see if you can determine if any of these are in fact avoidable I do have survival, yes. Which make me a roll. Right. So most say twenty-five all, for the yeah. for, the for for those listening at home, most of the the areas where there are land masses going around rather than through will add time to your to your race time. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be keeping track basically of like how you're doing in the race with race points. And sometimes, sometimes avoiding some sections and, and, and skirting around might actually save time for inexperienced crews, for example, because they might get, you know, run aground or, or things like that. For you guys as an experienced crew, for the most part, it will be faster to to gain speed and, and go straight ahead. The the only location that looks very skippable is a, a dangerous leg of the race that now that you're looking at the maps and you've you've heard the master of gales you know walk through the the different legs this one is not skippable it is the first bend in the race and that takes place at a location called iris's splinters it's just a couple it's like a a scylla and charybdis style straight that you have to sail through in order to continue the race, which that would technically not be skippable. Okay, understood. Um, yeah, he's just uh, Honda's just looking at the map and just kind of tracing between different spots, going back and forth. Um, I'm going to go be- ahead and as, as we're just preparing to set out, I'm going to go ahead and cast Alarm on uh, the area around the uh, the wheel, the ship's wheel. So, mm. just in, just for for uh, Captain Cassius's uh, sense of well-being. Nice. There you go. I I've He's, got your back, Captain. 
Yeah, he does feels that, does good. Does that like go away as soon as it goes off? <laughs> I mean, it's eight hours. No word on whether or not it's stationary to <laughs> to a ship or if it. Because there's plenty of spells like that. <laughs> like if you're on a if you're on a if you're on a vehicle, it just like you just leave the space. Right. <laughs> so, so it's so, like so it's like. Someone it, it, comes up to talk to the captain. He's like, I can't hear you. Get closer. He gets closer and the alarm goes <laughs> off. And it's like, I can't hear you. So <laughs> the the, alarm. It, it wards in the area and you create a password that right. the the people have to say, do you want to give that to like the officers or anyone else? Do you want to give it to the entire crew? I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think the crew, I mean, that's up to you, Cassius. I will give you the password and uh, you give it to whoever you feel is trustworthy yeah i think what we'll do is is you know the day or leading into the race we'll you know instruct the crew like here's you know when we get into the race like communication especially when we hit the eye is going to become difficult and so here's who you relay to and it's essentially like you know riggers you talk to alaris and then alaris leads down to me and then deckhands talk to honto honto talks to me Anybody else talks to Candoso. Candoso talks to me, and then we'll also give it to like Sendara, and, right. and we'll give it to Ambrose Croup because he he needs it. He, I'm, I'm yeah. fucking hungry. I want him to come up. Well, you can just um, give it to the officers. What the what, officers? Yeah. What what's the password you want to choose? The password is going to be I don't know. The password is going to be don't sink this ship. <laughs> so everyone has to say that to you when they walk up. <laughs> No, let's just do like gunpowder. How about that? Gunpowder. That sounds good. Yar. Yeah. And um, the other thing I'm realizing now that Patrick has mentioned, and it, we actually are seeing the race route now. Yeah. Is boy, do we want to be in at like closer to the front on that first turn? Seventeen ships going through that turn. A pile up will make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Indeed, I mean, there's going to be a a line of ships, 17 across, and I think you could probably guess the start of the race will, there'll be a lot of jockeying for position. But yeah, yeah the, the first straight is a uh, a part of the race called the Silted Shrouds. And uh, we'll, I mean, we'll get to it when we get to it, but it's indeed notoriously dangerous about sinking not ships, but many hopes for for finishing the race as it is an extensive series of sandbars just Whoa. northeast of the the, yeah. the cauldron rock starting position. Guys, it looks like one of the ships already sank. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they're, off to, they're having a really bad day. That's a, that's a rough start. It's a it's a shame for the wormwood. I've got a whole bunch of of ship icons uh, <laughs> on on here. <laughs> During the middle of the race, you like you like look underwater, and it's just flying underwater. It's just a submarine ship. Submarine. (laughs) Oh no! We took it for granted. We're screwed. I actually have one too many. So, boop, you're gone. Seventeen ships in toto, and yeah, if you guys are are done with the uh, the planning stage, we can kind of get to it. Get to the races start you know earlier or later in the morning but still earlier in the day under leaden skies and maybe some sudden squalls of of driving rain there are a number of of ships getting ready to move into position here and still you see about 
a dozen others or so kind of in the periphery some flags perhaps you you recognize as as other free captains maybe ones that haven't decided to take up the charge but you also see the the flags of Tessa Fairwind oh back behind you given giving, giving nice. you some moral support here oh, as you and we can fly future. her pennant now that we've been sponsored right yes yeah it's so it is public we're, knowledge like that we're who, best friends forever who is sponsored yeah. you know how exactly oh sweet who sponsored Bar- uh barnabas harrigan because we're gonna kill them <laughs> <laughs> i think obviously it's got to be yeah a an evil pirate lord so perhaps right i know guy Aaron the, Aaron i was about to say the, the the leader of of all all yeah i want to say is name is Soren Nash, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah, Avenar, Soren Nash. Yeah. we got to be really careful when we're flying a pennant, though, Tyler, because Reapers can see us on the map. I know. we got to get in and get out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Soren Nash. Yeah, I was right. Okay. Anyway, yeah, as, as, you know, you you look up, you can see the the starting line is between two ships. Of course, the Master of Gales Kraken and another ship, perhaps another free captain uh, on the, the ocean's revenge. And there's not a lot of room. I mean, there's like exactly enough room for ships there. You could you're, you'll have to get into position close enough that you can spit on another vessel. So it will be. And I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, obviously, I think there's a. Entire... Like, it's for good luck. It's for good luck. There's just, a... I'm just spitting on every ship I can. <laughs> it's uh, for good luck. Good luck. It's good luck. Scrimshaw Jack starts taking bets on who can spit the furthest. And <laughs> if someone can hit like a, another pirate on Volcuna, <laughs> another vessel. Someone else is like, fireball. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, right, yeah, I have. Kyle, a fl- Alaris is scanning the other ships to see if she can see Pierce anywhere. And that is oh, obviously, as you're getting in position, the salty flagon comes right by you, and I decided to the the <laughs> the ship that I decided to to represent Pierce Torello's is like the teeniest little ship, oh, I nice. could find, a little dinky one. <laughs> Patrick, but is it, it, is it called the salty flagon? The salty flagon, yes. Okay. One wonders how it got so salty, but that's that's a tale for another time. Seawater? Delicious, of course. Seawater is, is I mean, how it is. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> the the saltiest of flagons comes up abroad your ship, and you you do hear a a familiar voice in in that of Pierce Drill, kind of like waving uh, waving his cap in your your direction. And you can remember, obviously, the night before, a brief interlude with the the captain, perhaps away from the, um, maybe on the island of Cauldron Rock after after the meeting on the Kraken. But he, at that time, wanted wanted you to himself, Rebecca, to to profess, of course, profess what he was what he was thinking, what's in what's in his his mind and in his heart, as he says. Uh, this is the last night, mind you, this happened. Alendra, I've, I've been a wreck since we left Port Peril. Oh, goodness, my notes. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, lo- I'm in love with a star sailing maiden from the future. <laughs> my my you, brain, my brain has tormented me with her, her stellar abilities that sing through my heart. I shouldn't be like, allowed to have more than one podcast. Finished, and you're like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, oh, oh, Lindra. Who's a Lindra? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the internet, but... Uh, oh. Just a just a quick suggestion. You might want to really, really enunciate. I've been a wreck, because otherwise it sounds like I've been erect for the last. Because <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> I've been uh, erect for eight hours. I didn't Listen, call we've been my putting doctor. off this regatta for a long time. We're all very excited. Is this is this a horny episode? Has this become a horny episode? <laughs> I, I the salty flag in our new podcast. <laughs> All right, let me take it again. Let me take it again. I've okay. I've been an absolute wreck, uh, hilarious since we left Port Barrel. I, I've been worried that you may get hurt in this race. I, I, I must know, please. While we may be competitors for a day here at the edge of the world, I want you to know that the rest of the year that we will remain allies. That. I wish to give you a boon to symbolize that. Uh, perhaps that in my heart we shall remain that allies to the end. He he lifted up his eye patch then and you see that I, there's like a small leather socket there where his eye would be and in it a an eye-shaped kind of stone and he pulls it out and, and puts it in your hand and says an old Sargaven witch crafted this for me and I would like you to keep it. She said it, it would take me from the grasp of death's door should need arise. And I think it'd be pure poetry that you you have my eye as I only have eyes for you, my pirate lady. I think he'll get on a knee and like hand it to you very, very chivalrously. Uh, and obviously he's just going to throw it in the ocean if you don't take it. Just Titanic style. Oops. Alaris will happily take it from his hand and say... You need not worry about me. I'll see you on the other side of the eye. Oh, I, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, this, aye, this... aye, Captain. Ready to set sail? Gandoso <laughs> <laughs> uh, this... says out of out of left field. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a magical item. This is actually an Aeon Stone. A, a tourmaline sphere Aeon Stone, which I can, I can link you, but... It gives you the access to cast a first level heal once per day by activating it. But also, uh, if you would reach the dying four condition, i.e. bite it, you can activate it and reduce your dying condition by one. Nice. Save you from death. One time it works like that. (laughs) In which case afterwards, it turns to a dull gray Aeon Stone. Ah, but... Uh, but we can all see Pierce now. Yes, back in the future at the start of the race, you see him, you know, waving uh, across maybe another ship as you guys pull into a position. And Patrick, is he as cool as like Ilaris has been describing him to us, or is he like kind of, kind of like dweeby and nerdy? Like, <laughs> yeah, does everyone. He have, like, does he have like huge, huge nerdy glasses, and he's just yeah. like, he's just like, hey, everybody, I've got a ship too. They, I mean, my they, heart's in knots for Hilaris. Get it? Get it? <laughs> uh, they, 
they they went full uh, try hard on <laughs> on trying to make him look like uh, I mean not. Like, I remember his art Johnny was Depp pirate, but you know definitely a kind of like a Nick pirate Carter. of note. He's definitely mm. a Nick Carter kind of guy. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's yeah, right. Nick that was Carter. that that guy. Right. Right. Yeah, right. I, I feel. I feel so. Yeah. Just yeah, perfect look, stubble, look uh, blonde, yeah. messy bed hair, and I don't know. Oh, now I can all of it, all I can see is him waving to us from a ship, like, "Oh, wow, guys, it's so cool to see you here." <laughs> yeah, he's got a slightly bent nose and uh, says "wow" a lot. Yeah. I don't know. You ever notice that about him? Wow. Yeah. Hey, there's there's there are much worse actors to be compared to than <laughs> Owen no, Wilson. Oh, Wilson, either Wilson. I'll take either a greater or lesser Wilson. I feel so bad for this NPC. We're just dunking on him, and he's the nicest person we've probably met this entire campaign. He's (laughs) He's super nice. He just gave me a thing to like save me from death. I mean, and honestly, so now I'm just going eye for an eye because I mean, excuse the expression, but eye for an eye because my uncle also saved him in the regatta. It's true. Years, so. it's true. Spoiler warning. Yeah, of course. Spoiler that warning. is. That episode already happened. Right? <laughs> it's spoiler warning for these three who probably haven't heard it yet. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Oh. Right. So, um, yeah, as you get in position, maybe a couple ships down, you see the, the salty flag in and the other direction, maybe three to your right. The Wormwood and Captain Barnabas Harrigan standing resolute on its aft deck, right, staring down at the, the minions on the poop. And even this distance, a few hundred feet away, you can hear the, the crack of a whip, perhaps, as the crew is jostled, scared into acting with terrible alacrity. Can, can message work? on someone like if i have message on me can i talk to harrigan no i don't think so so you're only able to talk to the person who cast upon you so you're going to be okay like relay you can kind of relay messages through okay. a a bartleby which is like a great okay. aspect for him <laughs> he's like oh 100 oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he's down in the he's down the in, the, and- in the in like the 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 below decks he's got a seatbelt on <laughs> it's just yeah. well and that if i can't talk to him can i try to get his attention and just wave at him politely <laughs> i just want to i want to taunt him with a jovial nature it's I mean, just, yeah. just, they're just the, all the officers up on deck just like waving like idiots <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, dad. Do you, hey dad do you want to try and 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 uh, like as you're getting in position you know intimidate or or otherwise perhaps throw shade at some of the ships around you that could include him make some grandiose uh, announcement perhaps or oh i feel like cassie's or a absolutely boast, something on those yeah lines. i think a boast would mm-hmm. in some ways <laughs> yes okay. i i sorry you all right <laughs> yes what what do you want to do as as captain you you've got you've got options here yeah, I wish I had like an amplify. I wish I had a, a magical object that amplified his voice or something that he, where it could carry across the entire starting line. Thaumaturgy. Uh, be a little hard. Right, yeah. Thaumaturgy. Thaumaturgy would do the trick. Is that something you have? I'm not. Give me a moment. It's not something Hondo has. Yes, I figured this was more of an Aussie thing. I mean the the entire row. No, it would have to be um 
Bartleby. All oh, the, okay. the rows of the ships, like, and the space between them, uh, from one end to the other is like 900 feet. So at the very least, you can get the, the, the few around you with, you know, just shouting at the, the top of your your lungs if you want to try that. But Yeah, I was just even, trying to think even of Even magically, something. I don't know if something can go like, you know, 500 feet. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, if, if I wanted to spend a level four spell doing it, I've got a, a spell that can turn my voice into a thunderstorm for like a hot second. So. <laughs> oh, I, 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 be- I, I, I have an idea if we can if we can go backwards and pretend like I planned this from the beginning. Oh, yeah. That's- we have Besmara's bones on the front of the ship, right? Mm, yes. So we have a dragon skull on the front. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. okay I got this now. Cool. So what I want us to do is as we're going, uh, as we'll pull the tidebreaker in front of all the other ships, and as we kind of round, uh, you know, as we like kind of come around and we're finding our place in the regatta, we'll have, we'll have, what's his name? Itchy Toe Greg. He'll be on the bowsprit and inside the, like the dragon's skull will be like an alchemical thing that like billows like red and black smoke out of it and so he'll like light it and so it'll look like this dragon skull is just like breathing this like black and red acrid fire coming out of the sides of the ship as we you know as a intimidation tactic is it also they don't like, know that we didn't actually kill that black oh, dragon i see i see intimidation yeah. tactic i was like is it also like saying something like eat butts harrigan or <laughs> I mean, there's magic in this world, Bert. That's true. <laughs> Eat at Harrigan's butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, with a, like neon yeah. signs lighting up. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. what it's worth, Sharga is inspired by this display to yell over the side of the ship, you know? Yeah. And then and then while while that's going off, cat while that's going on, Cassius will be like hanging off one of the, you know, ropes, the one of like, you know, the the kind of rope webbings that are on the sides of the ship and uh, you know he'll be trying to inspire the crew and saying like you know today the tidebreaker will cut through the water like a dragon through air our sails will be like wings you will pull the rigging like the tendons in the mighty dragon's back let's roar through the water and you know shouting you know drumming up all sorts of all sorts of things Woo. nice before right. I get added in Discord uh, about this, I have come to realize that Thaumaturgy is a f- fifth edition thing. Ah, I see. It's, I was it's, it's I was not, desperately a, well. There's oh. there's the new. I, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, it's very possible it might be up. But they they <gasps> they're doing a playtest for a Thaumaturge, right? Oh, you're right. Well, yeah. no, I mean like so like but Thaumaturgy like, is as like a spell, yeah. Or a, thaumaturgy a is like the 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 prestidigitation for clerics, essentially. No one's gonna uh, add you for that. Come on, you're fine. Oh, I'll get at. I've been added at, at for less. Everyone, yell at Seth in the I've been, added, I've been added for less. Let's talk about the effects of of using Bismara's boons as it is mostly for inflicting a curse by cramming but I, I think enacting it and having it go off it, it does its other ability which is from the first edition version of it but it also casts uh, false life on you Captain Cassius oh your life is a lie now oh <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at what that means. So I'm I'm just double checking the the amount. I think it's going to be twelve temporary hit points. 
for for the next nice. eight hours. All right, let's get in some fights. Yeah. So the intimidation, you know, obviously can can work at the the very beginning here, but not long enough to to last for the the start of the race. And as as you guys no. jockey in to your positions here. Uh, yeah, the, the Wormwood is is pretty imposing. It's one of the, the taller uh, ships here, perhaps a little stockier than some. Yours is a little bit longer. Uh, but you know, what What really matters in your ship is is how it, it floats. Motion of the ocean. The motion know. of the ocean. That's uh, why that's why Kendo's is here. <laughs> I can, in fact. I, I don't know why exactly it's named in the original book. Maybe they're trying to meet a word count, but I have the names of all 17 ships, which is, <laughs> which is awesome. So remind me, like, if I ever mention, oh, there's a ship next to you. The, the, the one to your immediate left is Promise's Bounty, and the one to your right, Darcy's Pillage. There you go. There's a couple of them. I will not be keeping track of 17 ships for the, the the race points as it were but i will be keeping track of obviously uh, a couple of the potential leaders here don't look now everyone but there's some vikings here <laughs> I, I know yeah, there, there's every there are... ship uh image i could <laughs> every free ship image just to uh just a half here. I'll, I'll start marking them out if if people fall way too behind where they can't really catch up, or if you know someone does run aground or something terrible happen. Right. So as you guys are in position here, you can see up above on the crow's nest of the Kraken, the Master of Gales, standing uh, atop his ship, and once more he'll transform into a bird. Once everyone has gotten into position and and fly over past this line of ships kind of inspecting you all and land atop a, a rocky promontory on cauldron rock overlooking the the bay where all your ships are and he transforms back into a human you can see this i mean very moses like figure in these long flowing robes and, and stringy beard kind of reaches arms into the the heavens and you can tell Kandoto Jabert, that he is indeed <gasps> calling the storm as black clouds form above him, and the the start of the race will not be a cannon shot, perhaps in many and other pirate races, but he is going to cause a, a lightning bolt to come down into the surf to signal the start of the race, and everyone is pins and needles, perhaps getting ready to drop sails as race sails? Race sails. <laughs> Is to to start them. No, you, you, one. Dro- you, you drop sails. Don't you drop sails to like stop? No, no. You drop no. You drop sails to go. Do you raise sails to go as well? No, you I raise mean, sails okay, to okay. stop. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends you, you might, on the type of. It all depends on the type of. In a square rigged ship, there are going to be sails that you drop, and there are going to be sails that you raise. The main square riggers. I'm glad we have somebody who knows sales. a thing about a boat on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm looking at this Moses guy and I'm just like, don't don't spread the water or like this is going to be a really short yeah. race. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, a, a kind of good rule of thumb, I think, is that if there is a wooden beam above the sail, you drop it. No wooden beam, you're raising it. Right, right. So I, I think for your ship, we'll have to go look at some art. I think you're going to be raising sail. So, like, everyone is ready just to start hauling, hauling them up. All hands on deck, ready, Let's ready go. to go that. And as it happens, you know, there's a, a thunderous crack 
as the, the ocean is lit ablaze and this lightning bolt travels the entire length of your 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 stationary ships here, uh, lighting up the water in front of you, and oh, the race is off. There are, you know, thousands of people here, <laughs> and just every one of them screaming almost all at once, grunting, getting into position. The, the start of this race is going to be indeed jockeying for position, like you, you figured out the in your planning sesh. And it's going to require a couple of sailing lore checks. And uh, mostly those are going to be the the captain making a lot of these. If you want to divide them up and have someone like in the rigging be responsible for one. That is, uh, an I'm option. a master in sailing lore. If it I was about matters. to say that. I mean, it, it's a team effort. You can also aid in other way, whether it be magical or what have you. If you want to haunt to be in charge of, you know, running the rigging teams on the ground and pulling stuff, you can aid with athletics or, or some other thing. But for the beginning here, this this section will require two. And basically, you can gain some some points by getting out ahead of the pack, and you might lose some if you, you fail these checks. So uh, who wants to make the first one? Uh, the captain can. I'll do Cassius will. Oh, bam. All right. Well, rolled a six. <laughs> Wish it was better. But I mean, okay. it's well, still 26. It is, it is slow DC, and steady. Wins the race. That's DC 25. And oh. making the DC gets you a point. All right. So, well, yay, points. no critical success, but not you know, a critical hey, success. We, not but, a, we didn't fail. Yeah. Now, do you guys. I was thinking uh, about re rolling it. <laughs> Well, that's always an option as well. I mean, it's a spoiler. We're not like, you know, don't have like a ton of episodes left at this point. But right. if, if you want to, you can. If you want to just, uh, I mean, there's going to be some more, I'm sure, in the future. If you want to rest on that and allow your the rest of your fine. crew to roll the second one, that is also fine. Candoso, Honto, do you want to aid Alaris and everyone else in raising the sales uh that would be that's a sailing lore sailing lore if you have another check for kind of just basic pirating basic sailing Um, i have i have uh the untrained improvisation thing incredible improvisation so i'm gonna use that as my daily ability to get plus four and consider this a sailing lore r so a little easier on the Ooh, yeah. okay a little easier on the eight 30. so uh, oh well, well with plus four that will be a critical success so a plus two nice. to rebecca and Hanto. Um, something you would like to do yeah i was gonna say uh, i feel like uh Hanto would probably be going from station to station just like <laughs> rapidly jumping from rigging to rigging and giving a, a strong tug at each one <laughs> like jumping from another station to another <laughs> and uh uh, helping along that way, and let's just uh, let's let's manifest this in an athletics role. I don't know what the DC is going to be for this, but at twenty, yeah, hey, thirty-one, second aid. All right, Rebecca, you got a, a whole plus four here, so no pressure. All right, <laughs> she rolled those. Oh, oh, oh she's cow. rolling rocks. Holy cow! Nineteen. Uh, Can so you that- double crit something? <laughs> <laughs> you could if you would, but that is enough to critically succeed and get uh, go all the way up to three race points at the start 
and I'm just going Ooh. to. Well done, team. Go. Our gold. silver star just turned into a gold star. A couple to see like where we're at in the the pack. Oh, someone had a good initial. Yeah, I think there's, there's a nice solid. You're one. not at the 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 tippy top front of the pack, but that is enough to make sure you're not in the middle or the, the back. And with no failures here, that also is very important because you do not hit another ship. You can hear, you know, shouts and and, and cracks as some captains are, are not able to get out of each other's way and accidentally ram into one another's sides. Maybe you see like two or three of these kind of wrecks happening behind you as we go from one long line of ships into more of a an arrowhead formation going into the the next section of of the race which i think we have time for we can get it right into it folks the silted shrouds it is only a couple miles away from cauldron rock that you come to the first large section of the race the silted shrouds besides seeing what you have on the map why don't you guys make me a survival or nature check and I'll tell you what you you know about this section, what boy. you can figure out. Oh boy! <laughs> Thank Ooh. goodness for Honto. <laughs> Thank what, you, Honto. What did we roll here? Four, three, six, and a natural twenty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Everyone's looking around, being like, "Yep, that's water, all right." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think because the, probably the Soddenlands has a lot of. What is it? What's it called when like salt water mixes with brackish? Uh, yeah, a lot of brackish kind like of marshland sort of some good shrimping on that bayou. Well, a lot of a lot of brackish shoals that are very similarly kind of lapped by by storms. This oh, like 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 barrier island sort of things. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the 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 barrier islands around North Carolina or something along those lines notoriously dangerous for for captains here perhaps deceptively so this is as i said a series of shallow sandbars formed by just the continuous gyration of the eye of abendago and there are there's low-hanging clouds and fogs that kind of cling to to some of these these masses here but yeah some look like just completely open stretches of water but others are much more treacherous now, this is an area that you guys have all seen in the maps. You can almost avoid completely by going around. It will add, or I guess I should say, subtract race points, add time to to your race. I think, Honto, your expertise is, even with the maps that you have seen, if they were not made like this season, if they're from like the last year's race, which they are, they're not helpful in this because they could have completely shifted. The islands could have, you know, disappeared or formed in other places. You're you're pretty sure you have to have to go it by by eye. By, okay, know. I think since uh, Ozzy's up front uh, with the messaging, Hanta would probably stop by and tell him to relay this information to the captain. So mm-hmm. you get you get a you get a nasally piping little voice in your ear telling you all this information, Cassius. Cassius maybe ponders for a thought and or ponders for a little bit and then says we can't be backing down from our our first challenge here let's go right through okay 
That's that's a pretty easy all decision. Right. I mean, it would have basically wiped out all your race points at this Ooh, at this man. junction. Everything, all the lead that you've built up, but you know, <laughs> it is it is very possible that you will still lose that many from this section. Now, uh, get towards Rebecca's episode, one thing we get to do here is in each leg of the race, we are going to roll for a stormbound hazard. And because of some of the warnings that you've gotten from from speaking over past races with Pierce Durrell, any one of these you can can re-roll, basically. Uh, who, who wants to do the one for the Silted Shrouds? It's a D100 roll. I know. Seth, oh. you want to do the honor since you were the one to, to spot these yeah. shoals? Yeah. Uh, sure. So this... D100. This is like, I literally, like... <laughs> I don't get to know if if big is good or oh or... oh no big big bad big is bad you want you <laughs> want to go bad. you want to go as low as possible big is Dargan oh do no. hero do hero points matter no. here <laughs> no but like I said uh, because of of the advance warnings that Alaris got not Alindra you guys have for the entire race one reroll you can you can do to kind of avoid, oh, geez. avoid okay. some only one all right okay well uh let's rip off this band-aid ah oh. right it's not oh that's the worst because it's not the highest if it was like 100 or 99 you'd be like oh well obviously we roll that but yeah uh, 78 is pretty high though 78 is pretty high, pretty high. Uh, i don't know we've got like a one in five chance of rolling higher than that on a subsequent one and there's yeah. what one, two, three, four, five. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of checks here. <laughs> I think someone else should roll it because you know if I re-roll it, it's gonna be worse. <laughs> because that's yeah. how it works. There's, there's a one in five chance that the next that the thing we roll instead will be worse too. Yeah. Seventy-eight or do we just roll with it? I I think we yes. I would rather use this. We're not even near the eye. Right. This is, this is yeah. we can take this as a as a learning moment. We can see sort of roughly how, how bad, bad yeah. this how bad is seventy eight? Because if we fresh. hit like a, if we roll like eighty in the middle of the eye, right? No, that's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. Still yeah, in calm waters. Yeah, probably a good a good idea. Yeah. Why don't you roll me, Seth? Also, just a, a d twenty. Oh, I don't like the sound of that one. <laughs> it, it's roll, really roll, just. Roll. I mean, roll any dice. It's a fifty fifty. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, I was like, there better not be D twenty of some creature. <laughs> Fifteen Naga come out of the water. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's you know some stormy weather, nothing like super impeding here, but as you're you're traveling through, this is not a great one, but you get word from maybe Bartleby, who's below decks, that indeed uh, you've not sprung a leap. But there has been a, a good deal of seepage of salt water that has ruined some plunder, maybe some some textiles or something you've, you've pulled off a ship recently and haven't moved. So it is a it is a loss of money, which is probably one of the <laughs> least okay. important ones during the race. Is seventy eight to eighty is spoiled stores. Mm. It's either food is ruined or plunder. So <laughs> we didn't. We didn't move the textiles up from the lower levels. Like, oh, you want them on deck, <laughs> on the top deck? <laughs> All the textiles well, on deck. Well, no, but not at the bottom where the. Well, they're not in the bilges. In. They're just in the cargo. 
Who put the textiles in the bilges? Who didn't put the textiles in the plastic protective wrap? Spread them out upon the poop deck, for God's sakes. Scrimshaw Jack plugged up a hole with one. Like, he just took a really expensive rug and was like, Oh, Captain, I got this figured out. Don't you worry, none. As you're heading in this area here... The, the pack kind of thins out a bit as there's like multiple routes through and no one is really excited to follow anyone through a an area in case they you know have to turn around because you know the, there's there's bad ground here so the you lose sight of, of some ships as as some fogs roll through Sandara might suggest you know she comes up and says yo Candoso Hanto is there a way that that either of you can perhaps Scout ahead, proceed, and see if there's a a, a good path for the the tidebreaker to take. Oh, but of course, uh, I cast my best, my favorite spell in the whole wide world, Phantom Steed, <laughs> as a fourth level spell. Um, I don't know what Sandara thinks Hanto can do, but he's flattered. <laughs> hey, you can well, probably how, swim out there. I was but... about to say, how fast can you swim? You well, might be able to. <laughs> outpace the boat. If I utilize all three movement without mm-hmm. any other additional enhancement, it is 120 feet per round. So you Pretty can good. actually... Yeah, that's just like keeping up with the ship. So, I mean, if you want okay. to go ahead of the ship, you can also scout, if that makes sense. Like, you, you can go as fast as the ship is, and if you go ahead, you can... Uh, so if I get a running start, and then I jump off the prow... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be ahead of the ship, technically. Well, like yeah. the, fir- no, the first time I think he the means ship- us slowing down. Well, <laughs> the no, ship slowing down. Yeah, the first time the ship has to turn, it goes half speed. So I mean, you can mm-hmm. immediately out. Oh, okay. And, and this will include some some turns. Basically, each sailing lore check from here on out in this section, you'll have to turn the ship. So uh, that these are sailing lore checks that you could use Jalhazar's wheel for. But if gotcha. you would like, instead, uh, you can use perception for for scouts, and it is a little easier. I mean, I, I was planning on casting Phantom Steed at some point anyway. Yeah, how long does it last? Eight hours. So. Oh yeah, well, might as well. Yeah. So, and and I'm gonna use it. It's water walk ability. So I'm casting uh-huh. it as a level four. So I'm just oh. ranging out. So. Yeah. I can move 180 feet in a round with that, so I can sort of range out and check on that. If we, if if Hunt, I mean, obviously Hanto doesn't have to cast a spell to do this, so uh, <laughs> I think we can work together to. He also he also well, can't go 180 feet. Well, sure, sure. Well, I'm just saying, both of you guys, if you would like to to scout ahead, you can. It, it'll be an easier perception check than it is a. A sailing lore check for for the folks on the ship. As uh, if you can make those perception checks, they will you'll yeah. basically be able to succeed. All so right, okay. why don't you guys both make the uh, perception check, and you have the entirety of the the crew kind of egging you on here. I'm um, gonna re-roll that. I rolled a four. I know. I I, I don't. I'm, I'm gonna wait and see how Hantos comes back, but I might re-roll mine too. Yeah, that's. I'm not okay with a four. I'm really there. Bad. We go. That's better. Okay. Yeah, that's 28. better. So good news, bad news. Good news is those are both successes. The bad news is neither are critical successes, but that is okay. enough here to to gain 
Uh, a couple of race points. One. I'm, I'm just trying to keep us off the sands. Keep us off yes. the shoals. Critically mm-hmm. failing this is bad because any critical fail here and you can run aground, of course, on the sandbars. In each of the legs of the race, you can... Uh, we, we are also going to have the ability for the, the, the captain or whoever to, to increase things. So in this leg as well, by kind of remaining at your, your, your regular speed and general turning and, and making wise sailing decisions, you have a chance to make three more checks. Right now we're at five race points. And with three more checks before the end of this part, I, I guess technically the max you can gain is an additional six. So do you want to to go ahead and, and while there's not... Well, I guess there's there's always risks involved with this because you can't failing here means you can also still run up on some ground. Oh you, no, I think we should go for it. Yeah. So th- this is you know the beginning parts of the race, so it's definitely yeah. time to put some some distance between you. Put go some ahead. Points and, on the board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you each can roll one, and uh, I'm talking Sailing to both. Work? Yeah, Rebecca yep. and Tyler, or and you can figure out who wants to do the third one after this. So. Nice. All right, I think I'll use my reroll. Oh uh, yeah, we've, there's a natural four, so that is indeed a fail. Oh good, I bumped it up to a five. God, I am rolling Dookie today. I've rolled a six, a four, and a Better five. Everything going down, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Maybe. Mm. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. once again, like, like me. <laughs> the, the good news I, think here. I had like three rerolls once for like it just like it was like de-escalating every roll by one. <laughs> right. It's like come on further and uh, further. The, the DC here is only uh, 25. You know, no negatives because of the weather or what have you. So Literally needed that one. Both <laughs> successes. I, yes, you did need in, uh, to, to re-roll that. So two more points up to seven race points total. Hey, it was a yeah. good call, Tyler. Red. Alright, we need one more. I do. Alaris, do you want me to roll? Or I'm rolling like trash, so I'm, I'm almost leaning towards you. You've rolled oh. a 19 and 11. Rebecca still has her hair going left, right? <laughs> That's oh, also I true. Do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. you're definitely but, rerolling. You're definitely, but re- you're I definitely rerolling. I will say, just a reminder: only Captain Cassius can can use Jahlazar's wheel. And you have that three times a day. It. I guess I could have given you the mechanics behind that, Tyler. That's a plus five to to your ah. your roll. So, not a guarantee, as you can still roll a one, but that will yeah. put you at at least a success here at twenty six, twenty. But three times a day doesn't mean three times a session, right? Not one of our days. One of their yeah, yeah, no, it's it's right. yeah, yeah. The regatta is one day, so I can do this essentially yes. three times in the race. Exactly, yeah. like, uh, like Hanto's Hanto's uh, yeah. ability no, will only be. Able um, to do have a hero point and Rebecca has the hero point. point. I think she's going to nail this without even having to use it. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let her roll the bones. She's just gonna Probably eat that hero save, point but... like a little bonbon. <laughs> yeah, right, here it goes. Yeah, see, look at look at Perfect. you. You're insane. You're Beautiful. insane. <laughs> right. So another success brings us to eight race points in total. And yeah, that's going to uh, bring us through the first sections of the free captain's regatta. Oh. And you've got about uh, 10 miles or so till the next challenge of this race. Oh, but of course, that's a, a tale for another time here on Dead Men Roll No Crits as there is a no! lot of a lot of race still to come. We got through basically the, the, the mechanics and, and things like that. Obviously, maybe you don't 
need this told to you, but whoever makes it to the end of this race with the most race points is the one that's going to be in the lead. You do have to make it to the end, though, to, to you know, you have to survive. <laughs> we have 100 race points. Well, we're dead at the bottom of the ocean, so I don't think... We, ju- we, we just come back as whalebone oh, it's pilk. It's points, though. <laughs> that's right. We come back as whalebone, whalebone pilk, except our curse is that we have to get, go in taverns and be like, you know, really, I won that race when you think about it. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> Yes, dude. We're like that guy from high school who never got past the fact that he played varsity football. Yes. I would have I would have gone pro if it hadn't been for that one kick. The one <laughs> I'd be a free captain pass. if it weren't for that that dolphin that crossed us. Can you believe it? Oh, oh boy. Man, lace uh, is out, Dan. This is <laughs> This right. is this is hitting a little too close to home for me. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's going to do it. We will get back to the racing action next week. Guys, uh thank you for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. All those Patreon supporters out there, freebie captains, everyone else in the free captains regatta, thanks for listening, making this show possible, and we'll catch you next time on Dead Men Below Creeks. Yeah. I hope you guys like sailing lower checks. <laughs> I hope you like them a lot. I am really glad I'm a master in sailing lore now. No, it's not a bad. <laughs>